0: Hello and welcome to the Success with Savita podcast, where we share hot tips on how to do life and business without losing your mind. I'm your host, Savita Nanjapa, entrepreneur, high-achieving 9-to-5-er turned transformational success coach, helping you create a wildly successful business. Come hang out with me and other fabulous humans like you every week for stories and chats packed with a healthy dose of tips, resources, how-tos, and real talk. Side effects may include a happier and more confident you with each passing day. Hi and welcome to this week's solo episode with me, your host, Savita. And today I want to talk to you about five ways you can work smarter and not harder. One thing that I find, especially with women or with people in general, is... You equate hard work to the number of hours that you put in. Hard work equals not quantity, but quality. If some of us are working three, four hours in a day, we feel like we've not done enough. We feel like we've not been productive. But if you've been able to do eight plus hours, even if it's been distracted, busy, because you've been doing a bunch of other things, maybe you didn't get a lot done. You still feel like, okay, I've put in a day's work now for me hard work or working smarter the difference between the two is it's just that you maximize the time that you have scheduled to work on in your job or in your business you maximize that time and don't end up wasting that time and you're able to complete what you want to do what you want to achieve within the hours that you schedule for without overextending hard work to me is not about the quantity because it's to me about the hustle. It's about the opportunities that you need to be taking. It's about pitching yourself. It's about showing up. It's about going to work every day, even if you have doubts. It's about making that sale. It's about talking to the client. It's about retaining those clients. And not necessarily about sitting in front of your computer, day after day, for hours together, putting in 9, 10, 11 hour days. With that, I want to share today with you my five favorite tips for working smarter versus working harder. With that, let's get started. So my first tip for you is do not multitask. Do not have five, six, 10 different screens open. Do not have 20 things on your to-do list, okay? Don't try to do a lot at the same time. Don't have that podcast playing in the background, answering a couple of calls while typing an email, while also thinking about what's your content plan for social media and also responding to a customer on WhatsApp, don't. Instead, what you should be putting your attention to is dividing your tasks as those times when you need to respond admin related, but focus on doing just one item, working on only one thing at a time. Don't try to work on two, three different things in the same hour. That's number one. Okay, multitasking is going to kill you. It's not a super skill to have. And at least not in this context, if you're working, focus on one task, you will get it done faster than if you were doing two, three different things at the same time. My second tip that I have for you is to really plan well ahead and identify tasks that you can batch produce. I know I talk about this a lot, whether in my emails or on my social media or here on the podcast, but this is really important identify look at your business look at your work and identify tasks that are repetitive tasks okay and then ask yourself if these can be produced well in advance or are they time sensitive now if you can identify and bucket it as those items those tasks that can be produced well in advance go ahead and schedule time to do that together for example Usually the last two days of the month and the first two days of the month, I'm working on batch producing a lot of my content. I write out all my emails. I finish that on the 1st of February for the month. Okay. And what I do is I keep it all ready, formatted, scheduled, etc. But there is some time sensitive content that needs to go into that email, which is not ready yet, but will be ready at the time that the mail is supposed to go out. So I have everything ready and then Before the day that it goes out or a couple of days prior, I then upload the time sensitive content that needs to be added to that email. Same thing applies to other things, right? Whether it's your social media content or it could be like, I do this podcast, but I need to batch produce. Instead of trying to think up, wake up on Thursday morning and record this solo, what would be ideal is if I can record the solos for the month well ahead in advance and then maybe if there's something which is time sensitive to add that to the editing in post-production later. Identify tasks in your business that are repetitive and therefore can be batched and created together. That will get you saving a chunk of time on doing those tasks over and over again. Of course, the other option is to, if you can afford it, to outsource it to an intern outsource it to a team member in your business who can be handling these tasks so you plan it out at the end of the month and delegate your tasks so everybody knows what they are working on and you have all of this content ready to go and you have the support that you have need in the system from your team members and interns so they are working on it you need to also train your team if you have team members you need to also train your team to work in this way so they are also giving it to you well in advance you have time to check if you need to you have time to quality check proofread do all of those things sometimes i've noticed that when you have interns they tend to do they really had different timelines like i did have an intern who'd work in the middle of the night at two o'clock in the night and send it to me but you know that content piece had to go out first thing in the morning and we wouldn't have time to check it for mistakes and all of that because it would be at a time that, oh, if she had questions, we wouldn't have a chance to talk about it because I was not a week at that time. So you've really got to train your team as well to identify tasks that can be mass-produced, batch-produced. So that's my tip number two. Tip number three for me is to really track how you spend your time. And this is important and let me tell you why. Every week, have a process to be able to check in and understand how are you spending your time because this is where you'll catch your time wasters this is where you'll identify where you need more planning and organization this is where you will identify if you need to hire an extra resource so it's really critical for you to track your time and I'm not saying you need to do this all the time where you're tracking how you spend your week but implement this time tracker at least for a few days every couple of months so you're always ahead of the curve you're catching things well in time And you're able to come back course correct, uh, so you're not distracted, you don't feel like you're uh, slowing down, you don't feel like you're losing your productivity. So really spend some time tracking how you spend your work hours and what are you working on and what your productivity is like every week. At the end of the week, this could be a self-check-in question that you implement where you're asking yourself, what were your time wasters? and really in your business what were those activities that you spent time on which was revenue generating which moves the needle forward which is sales bringing in the sales bringing in the clients lead generation are you spending time on these building your audience building a community that's what you need to ask versus have you spent a lot of time on admin related tasks that ideally you could be handing over for someone else to do or you identify block of time in your calendar handle these tasks okay so that's my tip number three really track how you're spending your time and this is something that would help you improve your awareness of how you manage your time for yourself number four it's actually not a tip but it's a lifestyle change manage your energy well in advance okay take breaks regularly to avoid burnout burnout is real we all can go for months together you know working out and you know business or your career can have these phases where there are peaks, there are highs and there are lows. Sometimes there's a lot, a huge volume of work because it's peak season. And sometimes it could be off peak and you don't have such a high volume of work. And that's especially when you need to be taking care of your energy, taking care of your health, of your wellness, of your self-care. Let me give you an example. I think December 31st, I was All guns blazing for the new year. But December 31st, I fell ill. I had the flu. We were traveling. I had the flu. We came back from our travels. My whole family, all of us, including my child, fell ill. And it took me two weeks to recover. During that time, I did the bare amount of work, right? Which is managing my clients, doing client-related work. Because that's important and that's core to the business. But beyond that all these plans that I had to launch stuff some other ideas that was good to go I just didn't have the energy to launch that because I was just not feeling alright physically and this was important I knew this was going to be important Uh, this season is peak season for me I knew that there were new launches coming up I also knew that it's winter and flu season so I should have been a little bit more careful but I wasn't I was eating on the fly. I wasn't resting enough. So December, I fell in at the beginning of December. And then even before I could recover from that one, I fell in again. So that's what I mean. You need to manage your energy so it does not have an impact on your health. And you've got to be able to identify and catch yourself when you find that you've not rested well. You're not eating well. You're not sleeping well. You haven't taken time out for exercise. You haven't taken time out. Uh, for some quiet time. So make sure that you're balancing out your wellness, your health, and your work requirements well. So that's number four. And finally, number five is develop good boundaries. And this is important for you to have a really productive day and to be able to work smarter. And let me give you an example what I mean by boundaries. Like you've got to be able to say no. Sometimes to opportunities, you've got to really be able to evaluate if every opportunity is truly a blessing or not. You've got to evaluate the ROI on the return on investment on each opportunity and ask yourself if it's worth it. You have only a limited amount of time, right? You have 24 hours. You won't be able to stretch time. I mean, you can bend time in reality and that's a different conversation, but you've got to be able to pick your opportunities wisely. So say no more, okay, and when you say yes, think about it, evaluate it, if it's the right decision for your career, for your business, that's one. Second, when I'm talking about boundaries, develop really good boundaries, so people know when you're working, your yes is yes, your no is no. People should know when you're working. For example, my family, they know they can't call me when I'm working, unless it's an emergency. So I can't have a casual chat, I can't have a long extended chat. I don't have an hour in the middle of my day to have conversations Um, you know recently I had to go to a movie and I couldn't do it in the middle of my day I had to really pick a time when I wasn't working right that's obvious but that's an obvious one but what about calls we get calls we get distracted and then it eats into your productive time it eats into your schedule then you have distractions so when I'm saying boundaries it's also about distractions it's about that you set out to do research on the internet and then you go down a rabbit hole and you'll 30 minutes. And with that, we come to the end of the five tips that I wanted to share with you. I hope you liked what I had to share with you today. And this is helpful. You may already be following some of these, all of these, but I guess it's good to kind of hear it again so you can identify if there's some course correction that you need or some things that you may be missing on. If you like what you've heard so far, leave me a review. Let me know what else you'd like to hear from me on other topics. Uh, hit a follow, share this with a friend or a family member who needs to hear this. If we can reach as many people as possible, it will help us grow the podcast, bring you more of these episodes and bring you bigger, better guests. With that, I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening in. You can also follow me on my Instagram at successwithsavita and DM me any questions you may have and I will be happy to answer them for you. Until the next episode, believe in yourself and all the best to your success.